Yeah, man, so I started looking out the window. I see gun store, gun store, lip store, gun store. Where the fuck are you taking me? Yeah, man, I'm just shooting here and there. We got to twist it up. We got to lift it up. Welcome back, fans of the show of Baked Takes with Dick and Bones. Welcome back, ladies and gents. We actually had a little snafu, but we're, we're not going to lie. This is our second... No, no, no. They don't have to know that. They don't have to know that. Pass me my Gatorade real quick. We got Gatorade over here, Bones. You are here. You made it. Episode four. Episode four is here. We took a little hiatus from the, from the sports talk to talk about female masturbation. But, but we're back. <laughs> but we're back. We're talking... Just a lot of things, but uh, before we get to it, I want yeah, to introduce our guest this oh, week. Oh, hell yeah. We have a few of them, but most importantly, and a very long-time listener of the show, he has waited years patiently, to get on this patiently. show. Patiently. Yeah. Wrote in, called in, give us critique, Yep. but he is now with us for this episode of Big Case with New Bones. What do you got? I'm introing my friend, Mickey Meyer. Hey-o! Welcome, man. Thank, thank you, boys. Thank you, Dick. Thank you, Bones. You know, it's uh, it's been a privilege. Privilege. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. Words don't work. You know, words don't work. Listening to you guys over the course of these years, uh, with the, with all the boys, all all the all the females all out the dicks, there, all the bones, all the dicks, all the bones, and uh, it's it's uh, you know, it's really an honor to uh, be a, be a part of the be a part of the uh, human anatomy of the dick and the bones. So, it's great. All right. This is the schedule. He's, 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 a, <laughs> he's a little nervous on the edges, but he's, he means well. What was that? From the peanut We gallery? also have Jeffrey Shrum with Jeffrey's us in here. Tr- but he's going to be cynical the whole time. And we no, may, no, we no, may no. call in our own Brian Windhorse. Oh. Joseph Stern. Joseph Stern. In the building, I mean, but only if, we, only if we need you, though. For LeBron. Dick Bones, if there's anything that we've learned about Brian Windhorse in the last couple of years, I'd say you always need him. Oh, I thought you were going to say you fucked LeBron or something. All right, all right. Like, guys, 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 guys. There's one thing. He's like, Woj Okay, listen up, listen up. We're starting the podcast. Today's podcast is mostly about the activity we've seen over the last couple of days in the NFL. Wild. Drama, Wild intrigue. Wait a second. Before- sexual tension. It's got everything. And NFL recap rushed. going up. First off. Second off, I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, the Knicks. We got our wait, resident guys, Knicks. Guys. Wait, wait, one second. We okay. got our we got our resident Knicks <laughs> expert in the building. And finally, I wanna I wanna end with a nice um, you know you know that show on TNT. It's called Charles Barkley, and he goes who he play for. You know that game they play? No. It's basically no no no. It's basically a game that they play every year with Charles Barkley, and they pick players in the NBA. That, like, you don't really know which team they're on anymore. They're on so many teams, you don't even know. Oh, Bones, we've been Who training for this every play? Saturday. Who we yeah, play for? Who we play for? Yeah, yeah. So we've Charles Barkley for, so does I'm not ready. know one player. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So we're going to play a little of that, but we're going to play a little Knicks edition because, again, we have... you got to put that back in the middle right there. because We have, have some of that. the season ticket holder, proud Knicks fan, and proud New York football Giants fan, for that oh, matter. Stop this. In the building. What the fuck? I just want to say, Big Takes with Vic and Bones is proudly brought to you by... Sour Patch Watermelon, Ooh. say it, the best gummy candy in all the land. Now, we have, as, Blasphemous. A, as a, Blasphemous. no, listen, listen, this, go as a reoccurring mind. segment, <laughs> as a reoccurring segment, we're going to pick out a new gummy candy for each episode, I actually like that one. and our Sour Patch connoisseur, Richie Dick Miz, will judge it Not one bite, everyone knows the rules. rules. Do it. All right, yeah. we got odds contender today, we got Sour Patch Exploders, with, it starts with an X. 
It has a splash of sour flavor, as it says. Richie's got to gotta cleanse the palate really good. Mm. All right. Yeah, we're, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. For all your players at home, we got a... It looks like a... looks like a... What would you call that? How would you call that texture? Zoggy. You know what it looks like? No, it's like a um, a gusher. Gusher. I was going to say that. So I got a red. I got a red. Absolutely. Yeah, get one for everybody. Get, get okay, one for good. everybody. Then we'll get everybody's take. I don't... Uh, well, I don't want purple. Fuck it's that. good. It's good. Yeah, I like it's it. Good. Right, good. We'll try purple. I got the the uh, oh, raspberry. Red. Red. I want the uh, green one. Joe gets it. Brian Windhorst. Brian. Brian Windhorst. He's not allowed to talk. Let's talk to Brian. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Here. Trying to cut down my calories. Oh, look. There's blue jizz in it. Yeah, I know. All right, guys. Guys, this is serious. This is serious because we need to identify top five candies of all time, and we need to put in some challengers. I think. Yeah, I, think, I think when you guys spoke about it last time, right, I remember Swedish fish being number one. Uh, right, oh, here's here's my Sarah, oh, to me, Swedish always number two. Number one. Always number two. All right, listen. Sour Pass, Watermelon, always number one. No, I would say Swedish fish number one. Solid, reliable. Wow. Doesn't have to have different flavors. Wow, wow. That's a big fucking take. That's a big fucking take. No, no, no. You have to understand, Sour Patch has many different types. Swedish fish has one thing and it beats all of them. Wow. Very interesting. All right, listen. We're talking about exploders right now. Richie Miz. Richie Miz is the Sour Patch connoisseur. He's going to judge it from one to ten. Everyone knows the rules. What do okay. you got? So I break it down in three different categories. Yeah. Texture. Mm-hmm. Sourness. Sweetness. What do you so got? I gotta say, texture, we're doing good. We're doing fantastic. Actually, this is one of my favorite textures of all. Watermelon's wow. pretty good. Watermelon's is always spot on. Yep. This seems like it would never be bad. I don't know. It just it was so all right, soft. One to ten, what do you got? Then we just got sour. Sour was pretty good. It was it was it was not too sour. Sweet had a nice little tank. Right, I'm gonna give it an 8.3. Wow! That's high. That's high. I don't like it's that. It's not. We're not. moving along. 8.3, does that put that in the top five? Yes or no? Jumps it over regular sour. Wow. Oh, fuck. So Swedish Fish bumps down to three. That was big. Historic moment. Time out. Swedish Fish bumps down to three. No, Swedish Fish no, no, no. is two, Swedish bro. Fish, shut the fuck up. I must say, I want to have an honorable mention uh, <laughs> for, for the sweets and for the candy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, over here. I believe the family candy of sweets. Mm. Should be up there. They're what these. What the fuck are sweets? What the, the what yeah, the listen, what do you listen call? Listen to this. We got you over can't here. Right, these you have are these. Lo- oh, you have to have it. Long rods, long rods of tasty sugar. We got hard yeah, sugar coating on the outside and on the inside. There's a kind of a thick custardy white stuff. Yeah, as everyone, yes, as as And it's it's unbelievable. I have them by the carton. I love wow. it. Wow. We're gonna we're gonna research that a little bit more. Maybe you should bring to identify. I should have brought a sampler. I should have. Okay, we're moving you, along. You knew what we were doing. Yes. Wait, 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 very important. Yeah. Before you we start. Have, you should have every time a guest comes on, they give you a new sugary candy. I like that idea. Yeah, we're yeah. Wow. I Thank would have brought like the, the Israel like from the shoot, the like watermelon one. Whoa. From Israel, you know that shit? Yeah, that's fresh one. Okay, listen. Wow. We're about six minutes into nonsense so far. So we're gonna introduce the first topic. You know, as much as I wouldn't love to talk about the Knicks all day long, we got to talk about the activity we've seen in the last NFL, couple of days. NFL has been wild the past couple of nights. Um, but we're obviously going to talk about some of the bigger trades. We couldn't even cover all of them if we tried. Um, it's been a ton of activity. Yeah, but wow. we're going to tra- talk about, obviously, the first two trades or signings that happened to do with the New York football New York teams. Yep. What about AB? And we we're going to talk about some others. But first and foremost, the sh- most shocking... Yep. Clearly, trade Don't in recent it. history Don't do it. has been Don't say it. Odell Beckham Jr. No, he he shall not be named. Kill, kill me. There's actually a couple more players. Olivia Vernon, a fifth round pick. The Giants end up 
trading away a generational player for what I amounts to be generational. a first pick, a no, third, a third round pick, Jabril, oh, 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 he, and Jabril Peppers. He didn't even. I thought you were talking I gotta about Vernon. I got to give it. Mick Lignato, diehard Giants fan. What's your reaction? All right. So I see this news uh, after it happened. Um, well, you definitely didn't see it before it happened. No, but I've seen it like <laughs> oh, a, a significant dead. amount of time. Oh, this is true. This is true. This is some big takes here. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's about 45 minutes post-trade. I don't know what's going on. I see my – I look at my WhatsApp chat. There's I'm, 100 – Can I just chime in real quick? This is post Kristaps Porzingis trade. We just traded a franchise player. Yes, but consider the fact that I don't like Kristaps. Uh, let, let's let's talk about this. Okay. No, no, so I'm I saying, see, I'm saying off the right, heels. Yes, like you already heels, heels, right, right. Yeah. You, already, you already ripped out one uh, franchise cornerstone player. Right. Now we're left. I see 101 play, 101 notifications on WhatsApp. What's going on? I look into it right away. I check Roto World because I know something's about to happen, and I see the New York Football Giants. We're talking about the New York. Football Giants, who won two Super Bowls against the New England Patriots, who you might say like are the worst team in the world. <laughs> they traded away franchise wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to the Browns. The Browns, who weren't a team that was on the spectrum of the uh, National Football League. Why do the Giants and all of a sudden they, trade they are there? All right, no, all right. listen here. Okay, this, this, is, a, this is a couple of points. He's, he's you have, you have, he's heated. I'm heated up. I'm heated up. Hey, 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 Sound the alarms. Hey, this heat check is brought to you by uh, Hot Tamales uh, Chicken Licking. Hey, hey, it's, it's, it's competing. It's competing sponsor. It's competing sponsor. All right, we got All Dave right. Gettleman over here. Yeah, who's yeah, the GM. Up. We were supposed to hire Louis Riddick. Dave Louis Gettleman, by the way, I just want to quote one quote he had like, almost exactly a year ago. And I quote, we didn't sign Odell yeah, to yeah, trade yeah. him. That's Correct. That's what he says. Correct. He no did say that and very well he did trade him. And not only that, we now have 21 million dollars of dead cap space on our roster. Oh, you're still paying and him? Still we paying have him? another 22 million dollars of dead cap space. And you know who that's from? Eli fucking Manning. Okay. <laughs> is he cut? No. But is he considered dead cap space on the roster? Yes, he is. You know why? Because he's 38 years old. He's been washed up. Yeah. And Ben McAdoo, a couple of years ago, decided to bench him. And everyone mm. thought, hey, this guy's insane. How do you bench Eli Manning? He knew. Right away, what was going on? All right, I love so, so let's Smith came let's, like let's get into both sides of this uh, equation here. Obviously, from the from the Browns fans side, if you're a Browns fan sitting in Cleveland, you are jizzing oh, your pants. This yes. is this is exciting. The stream yeah, of exciting. cream that's flowing through the city of Cleveland, Ohio, is oozing out of every orifice you've ever seen. So you got to think right. about yes. that's fancy. You got to think about an offense. Happen. You got to think about an offense that has now some of the two. I think. It's, it's arguably the top pairing of wide receivers in the league. They've been, wait, they've been waiting since LSU to get this pairing Jarvis back Landry together. And, Jarvis Landry, OBJ. You have Nick Chubb in the backfield. You have Baker Mayfield. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt. You have Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Njoku. Njoku. That's an exciting offense. Callaway. That's an exciting offense. There's some, uh, I think Vegas odds actually puts the Chiefs at a 7-1 to one odds to win. Rams. The, the Browns. Browns, sorry. Excuse me. No, that's Jeez. 14. That's 14. I thought it was 17. I saw 17. I saw 17 to 1. To win the conference only behind who? New England Patriots. New England Patriots and the, and the Kansas City Chiefs. You're telling me the Chiefs right now. And the Kansas City Chiefs. No, no, but you're telling me the Chiefs, everybody thinks in the world. No, nah, they just lost Eric Berry. More likely, sorry, yeah. to, to win the conference. Correct. Uh, I'll tell you what that is. That's Vegas taking advantage of fans, the Cleveland base, no, fan no, base. No, no, no. Wait, what are you saying Chiefs, right now? The Chiefs are a higher, more likely a higher, higher, yeah. Oh, you didn't say that. Yeah, you did. You just okay. did. All right, thanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the point is they have a stacked team right now. 
Um, from the Giants end, I want to talk to my resident Giant fan here. All right, so what do you got as yeah, a Giant fan? Right, so, so, so do you player. have one second? Let's just let's just lay out what they have. They obviously have a great running back in Youngtown in Saquon Barkley. Um, you got Evan Ingram. Okay. Got, got Evan Ingram. And I just want to say something about Saquon Barkley. Everyone poops sense, on uh, last year for them drafting a running back at number no, two overall. I must say, Saquon Barkley, do you see the size of his thighs? Big thighs. The power oh my God. of his core. Well, how he th- jumps through and hurdles everyone. He is a man amongst boys, oh, and he's a rookie. He's going to be... He's gonna. He could go down as one of the greatest running backs yeah, to ever wow. play wow. since Barry Sanders. But let's talk about here. We got Eli Manning, who's a stump of a nothing. Who is? I don't want to say any derogatory Come terms on, because it's gonna. It's gonna do. He listen, won. he's done. Who got him Super Bowls for you? All right. Listen. Let, 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 right. Let's let's talk real why, why, facts why? over here. Why, All right. Why? He should be cut. Okay. If Peyton Manning could be cut or traded to the Broncos late in his career. Why the hell is Eli still on our roster? Wait, wait, okay. wait. Peyton Manning Cut and traded. What so let me more important. Let me just with Dave let's just Gettleman. get down to the let's get down to the facts. The Giants have right now. Giants have right now two first round picks. They have I think the fifth or the sixth overall. They got the sixth overall. Sixth overall. Now they have seventeen from from uh, Cleveland. Now you have a couple choices here, but you don't really have many choices because you're trotting out the corpse of Eli Manning every game. No, but they're gonna they're gonna draft a. a do they? Right. Right. No, they should. The only question is, do they? You know, do they trade up for for Kyler Murray? No. Not if it costs them all those picks because I think Haskins is going to be has a, if they um, were even a better prospect. If they were smart, they should trade the third-round pick that they got from Cleveland over to the Cardinals for Josh Rosen. That would be the smart thing to do. However, Dave Gettleman is what we Dave would call the stupidest idiot okay. in the world. Okay. Yes. Uh, when he was at Carolina, he let Steve Smith and Josh Norman go. Right. And when he was at... The Giants, he let Landon Collins leave and OBJ traded you know, after I signing like, him. I thought he was a, trying to be the Patriots. Uh, he's trying to be the, the GM, worst. Where you, where you let people just go, but like, oh, we're good enough to play without you. But you're not the fucking Patriots. It, Bill in addition so, to so, that. Is that what he's trying to do? Can I just make a point? Are they, because they still kept Barkley, who's a fantastic player, obviously a great pick at number two. They kept him. But they, tr- they traded their other superstar. Are they trying to rebuild? Are they trying to do what the like 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 the Knicks in, in right. New York are also trying mm-hmm. to do? Or are they trying to stay relevant? Because if they're trying to stay good and they're trying to compete now, they would not trade right. OBJ. Right. So I, the, the, the point is, if you're, taking, if you're well, so don't be stuck in the middle. Either trade OBJ and trade Barkley and clean house and start over. What are we gonna do? They're gonna draft the quarterback this draft. Right. And but why that, trade OBJ? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. That's gonna propel the rapid change of regime. So then OBJ would have went anyways because we would try to get some young O-line or some bullshit. That's crazy. At the All end right. of the day, you have OBJ, who's 25 years old. You have to be very old. competitive in football. You lose in three years, your window's gone. If we are a rebuilding team, which the Giants are at this point, um, there's no reason to have a generational running back who their shelf exactly. life is four to five years. So their concept doesn't make sense. What they're trying to do to blow up the roster doesn't point. make sense. Oh, but are they trying to do that? Because they, have, they did it with their wide receiver, but they didn't do it with their running back. They have a generational wide receiver, a generational generational running back, but they traded one and kept the other. Is it because OBJ's whining? Is it a Chris Stops no. scenario? Guy doesn't say maybe, anything. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, tra- maybe, for trade maybe it's a Chris Stops. The only and thing then, he said publicly was Pat Shermer doesn't know how to play calls, which is true, and that Eli Manning can't throw for his life, which is true, because he is ranked last just, just, amongst accurate passers where Baker Mayfield. Is Listen, your Eli Manning four. sucking agenda is true, but that's not the point. The point is, is if he was unhappy, which you just right, maybe it could have been an A B situation where they only get third and fifth. Right, you're not going to get anything back because he's, he's just all right, not ladies and out. gents. I have to cut you guys off because we're moving on to the next topic, oh, which got, is oh, I got cheese. Oh, cheese. We spoke about the New York Football Giants. So we're going to speak about the New York Jets oh. landing. Oh. 
what I correctly predicted, I'm gonna take credit for this a couple right. couple podcasts ago. I correctly predicted that Mr. Le'Veon Bell would sign with the New York and Jets. And I gave you my pick. I gave you my chose, pick. You, you, you called that? Yeah, he man. called it, and, and he asked me my opinion. I said, I don't want signing Le'Veon Bell if it's going to cost us an arm and a leg. Guess what? What's an it arm and a leg? It didn't even cost us Tony a fingernail. What? We got for, what are numbers? What are the numbers? We got it for $52.5 million wow. over four years, about 30-some-odd guaranteed. However, if you remember, he, somebody, one of the Jets fans tweeted, Yes, sir. Le'Veon. Oh, I saw this. Well, I'm speaking for the New York fans, uh, New York Jet fan uh, base collectively. We will give you $60 million in cash if right. you come play. And he goes, not a chance. Or some, he said something back. I, I ain't money. flying with the Jets he for that kind of money. He got Yeah, as I said, $52.5 million. Look at I that. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> it was a fine So the bottom line no, is no, that wait, the, Jets, the Jets have, have signed one of the best top, I would say top five, top three even sometimes running backs in the league. Yeah. You know, a guy who's averaged one season, you know, or, or totaled 2,200 yards in the season. He's still young, but he's getting there. He's about 27, he's I think. He's like a year off. He's as fresh as can be. All right. So but you got to think about those things when you sign a player like that. But what's your question, Jeff? So I just want to make a point. Le'Veon Bell took out a year. Point. Fine. You just thought you made it longer. <laughs> he sat out a year. Now, let's talk about that as, as an as a ideal. He's to, to, he stepped step down on fourteen point five million dollars. Yeah. He's making thirteen million dollars. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. sense. Does the Met? So a lot of people are saying no, but I think it is. Just, I think it just does. a CPA, just like I think it does because he he rot, he gets ridden <clears throat> last year for three hundred carries if he plays. Does he become a Demarco Murray? And now he totally drops off, and all he can, right. all he can command is four million for the next five years. Hundo nah. Pink. Now so, he got four years no. of, of of solid pay. In New Whereas, York City. In, forget about New York City. Yeah. You got to think solid. about the money. It's clearly a better market than Pittsburgh. You know, you well, it. yeah. Higher taxes, New York City, City, local, whatever. Piggyback Piggyback contact your local CPA if you have questions about that. Anyway. To piggyback Jeff on CPA. what you're saying, Le'Veon basically saved himself in his career 350 touches. You know what I like? You know what and I like about this? And there was a rumor. There was a rumor that the Jets actually gave Le'Veon a deadline. He yes. said, you got to decide or else. And I just love the Jets like about it. that. I think McKagan did it right. Yeah. He did it right. You know, he, didn't, he wasn't pressured into spending too much in a bidding war with Baltimore Ravens. Why they were going for him too? They both were in the race. Yeah. And he said, here's our offer. If the rumor's true, take, take it or leave it. Put his dick on the table and he said, take that. it or leave it. Uh, so the Jets actually had a couple other signings, other activity. Yep. CJ Mosley was the big one. I think five-year, $85 million. That, that was also a massive contract. the Jets? But you have, you add wait, a... F- wait, what? That was the Jets took mostly. Oh, you really wrote an agenda. That's fantastic. I, I believe. CJ I didn't Mosley. hear this. So I don't think that's true. We're gonna check right, back. We need a fact But if, if not, you still have a defense that has Leonard Williams, Jamal Adams. Yeah. You have a team that looks. So does you know does the does Le'Veon You're trade? You're about Jameson Crowder. Does the Le'Veon... Just got Jameson Crowder? Yes, they did. That's, yeah, but who is he? He's a wide receiver. He's a big deal. Nah, he's he's Darnold's going to need... Barely, nah, you pick him up on your fantasy team, team and then he call him. made a team like So there. you sort of have the, you know, the Curtis Martin type of all-purpose Ooh. player Ooh. in Le'Veon. But where Curtis does this actually put the Jets... Curtis Martin was sexy. What does it put the Jets in the grand scheme of things? Nowhere. CJ Mosley, fat check, sorry, is... No, I'll tell you what it does. I'll tell you what it does. It helps Darnold. It helps Darnold develop. That's correct. So when you have a guy like Le'Veon Bell in the backfield, Darnold doesn't have to be pressured to throw the ball 40 times and make a bad save. Here's the biggest thing. It balances their offense. If it they does. get a good it center, it helps Darnold. If they sign a good center, then they're good. They're, they're set. They have a, a, a contending team within the next three years. If they don't get an offensive line right now, what, do you mean Bell, what is it, the state of it now? Talk about it. They're, they're pretty empty. They, they could upgrade every single position. Um, so they're all like shit. Blind, yeah. So you're trying to say a team sucks. 
So, I mean, you have a great running back who needs patience in the backfield, but he doesn't have a right, line to give right. him that time. He's like to sit in the backfield. That's going to be the, that's wow. the yeah. So, all right. So, we're going to finish off this segment. We've been going for, for a little bit. There's a lot more activity that we can never even cover on this one podcast, but we're just going to hit with some rapid fire yeah. signings, yeah. some trades. Um, and just give me your reaction. Give me like an A to, a to F grading on these. Yeah. On these uh, okay, uh, okay. You know, so, we got first off, which is my favorite, Nick Foles of the Jaguars. What do you got, F. Nick? F. The, the um, C, F. C, C. What's the fit? What's the fit? That's like a I'm Tim Hardaway sure $16 million contract. No, think about it. When it comes in, you see how bad it is coming in. No, no. And it's a Jaguars no, organization no. type of the move. The team that won the Super move. Bowl, the team that won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles was a defensive-oriented team that had the ball control uh, aspects of it. And I think yep. that the, the Jaguars were that two years ago. Last year, they could not find anybody to play that, that quarterback position. Leonard Fournette, great defense. I think that'll be. Perfect. They need a quarterback, no doubt. All right, we're moving on. Mark wait, wait, Ingram wait. to the Ravens. Mark Ingram, to the oh. a plus. They gave him no money too. That was the best signing of all. They gave him so little money. I, I, I'm just, I'm just. That's sad. like when you traded Mark you know Ingram what? to Ben Roethlisberger and he won a Super Bowl. Because the Ravens caused me so many pains fantasy in football. fantasy football. Ravens? They just, they just, is gonna be they more, blend more all their running backs together. And they have a running back. Yeah, he's not gonna be a good fan. It's a waste of time. Ravens, when you have a running back, we'll do a legit fantasy podcast. The Ravens' offense is 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 risky in fantasy. He's another running back. No, no, we're doing a podcast. We have people from episode three. People try to sneak into our apartment, and we're not letting it happen. All right, we're finishing off with Earl Thomas to the Ravens. I love that. Money, that took money. If we don't have money, I don't know if it's Jeff, do not let them yell at us. To who? To the Ravens? Yeah, Earl Thomas, the Ravens. Wow. Is that new? Is that new? Well, let's see here. They let yeah. Eric Weddle leave. They replaced him with Earl Thomas. I think that's a good sign. I think it's a great move. Hot button on the, I think it's a great move. Phone. He's 30 um, years old, coming off a broken leg. We're going to finish off move. with Tevin Coleman to the 49ers. I actually like that signing a lot. Worst. The worst. Who, didn't they just have Matt Prieto was pretty good this whole They got season? Matt Prieto. They got Jeff yeah. McKinnon and Tevin Coleman. Yeah. What the hell's going yeah, on there? Yeah, no, no. What's going on? I don't know. Has, Tevin Coleman gets fucked everywhere he goes. He wants to be the guy. But there's those three guys behind him. Last year proved that he's not the guy. Right, they don't have to get him. Yeah, the worst. Leave him out. Leave him out. And the final one I want to talk about is Case Keenum to the Redskins. Who the hell? Nah, who cares? You don't care about that? No. They, uh, Case Keenum is, is it not possible a good, uh, to not give a rating? That means that means that they're basically subjecting themselves to mediocreness for the next year or two. Shit, all right, what about the last oh, one I'm going to say is Adrian Peterson. A- Adrian Peterson tining, signing two we more years. We have a returning guest no, no, here, no, no, guys. No, 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 a returning guest. Two returning guests. Wait, wait, wait. AP was what? I also want to talk about the fact that, and I'll go back to it now. Um, the fact that, what's his name? The fact that um, Le'Veon, Bell, Le'Veon Bell took a gap year. Jordan took a gap year. Do you think that's a good idea in general in your career to do no. something like that? I don't agree, but listen, we're, we're finished you know, the first that that half. Happened. We're finished no, the first. Happened, I don't agree with the move. It's great for Jordan. He won three, then won another three. Okay, we're finished the first half of the podcast. We're going to go on a quick music commercial break for about 45 seconds. Enjoy. Bro, I'm going to skip this shit when, when I'm actually listening to it. <laughs> Yo, you turn music on? It's a dance party, so dance to it. We need a video of the dance
Okay, we are back. We have, a couple, we have a couple other people in the studio that will be completely silent for the rest of the podcast. That was a great song. And I appreciate that. Yeah, we got the best music on, we got the best music on this side. But we are on to the next part of the podcast. We spoke NFL action, yeah. ladies. It was wild. Um, a lot of big moves. We didn't even start to cover... Um, I mean, just a couple of teams we're that are literally... We didn't talk about AB, bro. We didn't talk about Antonio Brown. But listen, we're going to move on to the next topic. I wanted to talk about for a little bit yeah. is the concept we have, again, Nick's expert in the house, yeah, Nick yeah, Leonardo, yeah. season ticket holder for... Many years. Many years. 15 plus years. I want to ask a question, quick question. Was that ever a more of an economical decision or no, was that just no, a no, no. New York to, to buy, to buy season tickets? So I'll tell you what it was. Me and my dad, it was my dad's idea. Father sometime. Keep we used to pound going to games and it was a great time. We used to pound them. Pound them. At a certain point during the, Knicks, during the next great year, 2014, the Knicks were so good. The ticket prices were so high, I couldn't even sell them. I had to go, like, it's a bad thing, to 22 games that year. Oh, wow, Keep in the mind, price, there's yeah. 41 games. And when they made the playoffs and played the Pacers in the second round and got blocked by Roy Hibbert That's at right. the rim to lose, right. I had to go to the games because they wouldn't sell. That's but, wild. Yes, they would they not sell, sell below face. At a certain point, they wouldn't sell face. And at that point, I'm like, I'm just going to go. How long was Roy Hibbert was relevant? How long ago was this? Oh, 2014. But, oh, no. It's a great time. It's been a good time. I like the Knicks because I like the rent. I like the pain. If they were good, I probably wouldn't be a fan. I like we're the masochists. shit on them. We're masochists. We're great. masochists. We're masochists. Yeah, I like that. All right, take a bite. So, 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 so listen. Oh, my I God. I never knew I how to spell. I wanted to talk. Wait, wait. He does that word. Word of the day is brought to you by... What did you pronounce it? Masochist. Is that really how you pronounce that word? No, he's saying massacre. Okay, so I want to cover a topic. You know, and I just want to cover. We, we just won. came back. We're good. Listen, commanders. Let me let me let me yeah, tell you something, guys. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me set the table. Let me set the table. Talk about the, the change. Um, I actually want to say a little story. So uh, we just came back from our good friend Rayco Jones. Uh, what are we calling it? Bachelor party. Bachelor, bachelor dinner. Bachelor dinner. Uh, shout out to Rayco. He's getting married in a couple weeks. We're really excited. But Rayco, oh, in in the summer, he actually had a series of speakers. <laughs> one of which. Yeah, yeah, you want it to smell good. Good, One yes. of which was Lawrence Burian, who was the SVP, Senior Vice President of General Counsel of the Madison Square Garden Company, and he has him as a speaker. And so basically, he runs the business side of the Knicks. And my question to him, he, you know, he has, he, he has. Who is this? Is this is the SVP his of his name is Lawrence Burian. Okay. Burian. Jewish guy, no Jewish guy. And his question, my question to him rather was, was you're the business side of the of the of the Knicks, correct? Which is I think the most the most valuable franchise in the NBA. Yeah. But no, there's a concept. Really. I asked him. I said, "There's a concept called tanking, and you've seen it with the Philadelphia 76ers. You you've seen thing? it with. Asked yeah, I asked him this. You know, I, I don't know how many. Four? I don't know. Like this was a, a no. This was a, this was a, it, it was a panel. How many people were listening? Is the question. Uh, about thirty-five. Okay. I said, "There's a concept called tanking Get the hell out of here. that teams have used." Well, how long was this? This is summer. last summer, and uh, I said before they changed the structure of it, which was more yeah, relevant. To but let's tank. let me finish. So, so there's a consequence of tanking, and Knicks mm-hmm. have managed have managed to always be bad, but not bad enough to sort of mm. you know float in the middle. They were of this. the top ten once, I think, in the last yeah. eight years. But so the question and, is, oh no, twice, twice. And who they get? Who they, they got, got Kevin top Not picture talking. Jordan Hill. Jordan Hill, fucking yeah, Jordan guy. Hill. I mean, we're just talking about before Daniel KP knocks on the How about the CG Lampe? All these fucking guys. You don't even remember their names. All right, so let me finish. So, so I basically told him, if you're gonna suck, then suck, then actually suck. Right. And I asked him, you're, you're the business suck. side. You're the business side of Andy this Rappers. of this operation. 
is there a chance that the business side of the Knicks is is sort of holding the basketball side who would clearly tink because they're because of tickets money money for sure. Way. I asked him that question. He's not going to answer you honestly, but it's for of sure. Of course, yes. he didn't answer me. Answer he answered me politically correctly. But the That's question weird. is, is that a theory that yeah, people believe? Yeah, of course. The Knicks know. The Knicks know if they sign Tracy McGrady for a half a season, right. and it could fill people's asses. In the season. Wow, I remember that first game. Oh, it was I, was, I don't even remember. I, I, Dude, it was hot. Twenty five points. Everybody was like, "Oh, Max coming!" You know, it was a buzz. People bought merch. You know, it was a big deal. Yeah, can deal. I tell you real statistics over here? Yeah. Over the last five seasons, I sold my Knicks tickets out. They've made over the last five years, and keep in mind, the Knicks have sucked over the last five years. They've made on average five point four three percent. Wow. With them being a bottom three team. They have made a profit, and that's and that's which paying full price for preseason. That's paying full price, and that's so all. So you're telling me I have a stock, and it makes five point three percent. Correct. Now you put the same amount I put in. Hundred percent. On the on the P. Only wow. one year in those five years was and, it a negative return, so and the negative return was about two negative two point six. Yeah, but the average. The point is what what uh, what Mr. Uh, Bones, Bones is trying Bones. to say. Yeah. Um, is that it's true? They will always yeah. make money. The business side will always make money, yeah. whether they're good or bad. They do not care. I totally agree. So, so do they I have, is there a way? Is there a way that they cannot make money? Like, is there a no. length of time where the Knicks would be bad consistently no. No. that they'd start no. to lose it's, money? It's in the middle of Midtown Manhattan. It's a bad business decision to not try it, but that's, that was my point. Right. All right, I just want to talk. Uh, I'm going to finish with one little story I actually came across um, that when we're talking about you know the top, you know, let's call it three teams that are. Contending for the Zion Bowl. Zion's sweepstakes. Zion Bowl. There was actually a no story in in 1993. 1993, which is when I was born, the Magic was the first time in recent memory that they had the first two picks in consecutive drafts. Wow. First pick, the first draft. Of course, picking someone named Shaquille O'Neal, who dominated Rookie of the Year. Who was that? And they had the first pick in the next draft. Which How did do that? Who was at the Penny. top of that draft board? Anybody? Penny. Uh, no, Penny wasn't. Penny wasn't even a big player. A guy named Chris Webber. And imagine having Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Webber in the paint dominating. What happened was, the story Penny. was, the story was that Shaq actually was, was acting in a movie... Shazam. That's no, that's pres- summer. Pres- uh, pres- chips, blue chips. Oh, blue chips. Yeah, it's great. Shaq is, is a businessman. They they wanted they wanted Love blue chips. to cast Chris Webber in the movie, but he just lost in his Michigan and called timeout when he shouldn't have, and he Tra- denied. Tra- and they replaced him with a guy named Penny Hardaway. Yeah. And impressive. during that casting, Penny and Shaq oh, became so was such right. good friends that Shaq basically that gave the, right. gave the magic an ultimatum. Uh huh. Give me Penny or or I leave. And what happened? They signed Penny, who was great. But you just think injuries, about injuries. you just think about a Twin Towers like Shaq and Chris Webber. My point is that in those I could, times, I could do better. I could do better. in those times, you think of that those two beasts lighting it up. And now you think about if you sign Zion, and they played to get, to they team, played against each other with Sacramento for a long time. Right, but my point is that the game has oh, changed. Great, the game has changed. The game now, if you Kings put Zion with a guy like DeAndre Ayton, does that actually work on no, the court? What do you guys no. think? No, and that's what sucks about the NBA. Steph Curry changed it. Everybody has to be able to shoot. Everybody has to be able to dribble. You didn't have positions. There are no positions. You're just playing. Yep, yep, yep. You just are. Are you a power forward? Who the fuck cares? You have to be able to do everything that a point guard can do and do everything that a center can do, essentially. Right. You need to be long, rebound. You got to do it all. And that's the problem. So do you think the, 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 the Phoenix Suns actually hesitate when they make this pick first overall? Because right, DeAndre Ayton talking about? No, I'm no, saying. No, if they, they get, get first, first pick. pick. Oh, no. You just get good players. 
Okay. I don't know, like so, the Giants used to do. Right. They got a thousand pass rushers, all, and they had five of them. But why they draft them? Because you just get the best available. That's that's the best way to do it. Alright, who are the next out of five? Because that's what we're fucking getting. The worst <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's what is it? What's the percentage? Forty-eight percent. Yeah, we're gonna do. So we're gonna do a full NBA mock draft in the coming uh, that's, coming that's episodes. A, that's aggressive. But I want to finish Maybe top five. <laughs> Yeah, so you just think about yeah. some of these teams that may or may not get Four Zion, and I'm just curious, where do you guys, where's your like dream pairing of Zion right now? Like, which team would you the love? Knicks? Would you love oh, him to be on? The besides Knicks. the Knicks, besides for the Knicks, in my mind, who would you want to uh, watch? If he doesn't play the Knicks, I want to play like I want him. Hey, to, I hey. want him to play with Harden and Paul. Maybe no, I want a good okay. team of the lottery teams. Oh, of the lottery teams? Okay, sure. The Suns, Devin no, Booker, or eight. The sure. biggest fuck you, the Knicks. Would be if the Dallas Mavericks get the pick. Oh, that would Ooh, be imagine crazy. that KP. Can they? Are they in contention for something? Yeah. KP, Doncic, and Zion. That's cry. a hot team. What about, what about, um, what about the Atlanta Dude. Hawks? I feel bad for Tim Hardaway. Trey, John Collins, and Zion. Dude, Trey Young is a That'll be nice. Uh, Dude, he's yeah. baby steps. Just, is this still on my mind? I know you mentioned Weber and Shaq. We had a better in Robinson and Duncan. They were better and they were together for a couple of years, and that was amazing. Anyway, no, we yeah, had that wasn't that wasn't like Listen, young. The Robinson Knicks had a better combo. Forget about uh, Patrick Ewing and, and Charles Oakley. Uh, Forget about that. We got Eddie Curry uh, and we got Reese with her fucking spoon. All right, what are you gonna do about that? Reason. Both of those guys. Clarence, Clarence, both Clarence. Both Clarence. 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 These are big things. We're digging no, I, I pictured Reese with his Everyone's spitting on me. I mentioned Robinson and Duncan. This place goes to shit. Go back up to the agenda. All right, listen up. Listen up. We're going to finish off this podcast. No. All right, ladies and gents. We're going to finish off this podcast with a quick... This is... Listen, guys. This is rapid fire. If you're on your game, you got to move quick. Rapid fire. Who we play for. But obviously, we got Nick fans in the building. We're going to talk a who we play for oh, nice. Knicks edition oh, fuck, nice. of fuck. all your favorite Knicks players from recent fun. memory. And we're going to start with That's just a favorite for this. Uh, Langston Knicks. Galloway. Well, who we play for? Knicks. Oh, now? Oh, now? Right now. Oh, the Hawks for sure. Cur- no, incorrect. No, no, no. Pa- Pistons. Kylo Quinn. Yeah. Who we play for? Uh, Pacers. I, I just run for the Knicks again. He was awesome. Pacers, correct. Yeah. Wilson Chandler. Who we play for? Uh, Rockets. Wrong. Clippers, 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 correct. Yes. Courtney Lee. Who we play for? Oh, Magic. 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 What? What'd you say? All the teams. The Mavs. He got traded for Christoph Porzingis. Oh, right. Willie Hernan oh. Gomez. Who we play for? Oh, Hornets. Oh, Hornets. 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 Uh, Michael Hornets. Beasley. Who we play for? Lakers. 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 He plays for the Guangdong Southern Tigers. Iman Shumper. Who we play for? Magic. The Rockets. Oh, right. And oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah I thought does. this guy was dead. Jose Calderon, who he play for? Uh, the, 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 the t- Toronto. No, he can go back. Never. He oh, plays for the Pistons as well. Listen, I want to get like 12 three-pointers in a row. And he had 21 points in the... In I want to just with. start. So the next segment is old players... And they've moved on from basketball. What, what do you they, what think? Do they do now? What do you think they're doing? What do you think Listen, we're gonna what start. What do I want to imagine they would be doing? Correct. Describe this. We're Describe talking, this motion. All right. Describe this motion. Steve quick. Novak. What is he doing now? There you go. Discount double check. Dentist. Dentist. No, teacher. Teacher. School teacher. He's a te- television analyst for the Milwaukee Bucks. I want him to be Pablo Prigioni. What does he do? Making pizza. <laughs> He's an Argentine basketball player. Patrick Ewing. What is he doing? Coaching. Coaching. Yeah. Well, who's he coaching? Uh, college basketball. Who? 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 Georgetown. Georgetown. Correct. Meta World Peace. What's he doing? Making oh, he's in the world. Psychiatrist. <laughs> he's a player development coach for the South Bay he's Lakers. Of the punching D-League. people in the face. Quentin Richardson. What's he doing? Oh, he's getting shot. He's eating, he's eating food and getting high with the fucking gangster. He's the director of player development for the Pistons. Mike Bibby. What are you doing now? He's oh, getting oh, the draft. Oh, oh, he's huge. 
I saw that video. He looks like Our Mini Neiman on steroids. Okay, Jared Jeffries, what is he doing now? <laughs> he's setting offensive Bowling, charges. bowling. He's really he's good at bowling. bowling. Yeah, he's good at bowling. Yeah. He's good at bowling? He's doing Alexi Sved, what's he doing now? He's throwing killing. the ball into the uh, next universe. He actually owns a chain of mac and cheese food court joints in Shved. Moscow. Oh, he's killing it. Wow. Roger Mason Jr. Oh, he's killing people. Uh, shooting three-pointers. All right, and last but not least, um, Mr. Derek Fisher. What, what is he doing now? Uh, having sex with Shaving his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matt Barnes' wife. Whatever he's doing, that thing. <laughs> you said, what is he doing or who is he doing? I'm not near the thing. I don't know if I'm like we That wouldn't make any sense. And with that, we've just finished the fourth episode of Big Takes with Dick and Bones. Uh, I want to thank our guests. That could have went on for another 45 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. But well, we're loving we'll do, you guys. Do part two, do part let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to finish off. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. We're gonna finish you all, guys. Off. That's disgusting. With the Jackson Five, peace. Thank you. Wait, Mark Jackson, break kids. Yeah, you totally break kids. Try to break kids. Can't put them on. I'm done, I'm done.